Hello, my name is Henneke Watkis-Porto and welcome to My Daily Devotion, a daily bite-sized podcast for those wanting to enrich their souls and forge a deeper relationship with God. It is pure, unpretentious and raw, which flows from the heart, fostering gratitude, peace and a sense of abundance. It is episode 415 of my daily devotion and it's now Proverbs 9 that I'm at, Invitations of Wisdom and Folly. Wisdom has built her house. She has set up its seven pillars. She has prepared her meat and mixed her wine. She's also set her table. She has sent out her servants, and she called from the highest point of the city. Let all who are simple come to my house. To those who have no sense, she says, come eat my food and drink the wine I have mixed. Let your simple ways and leave your simple ways and you will live. Walk in the way of insights. Whoever corrects a mocker invites insults. Whoever rebukes the wicked incurs abuse. Do not rebuke mockers or they will hate you. Rebuke the wise and they will love you. Instruct the wise and they will be wiser still. Teach the righteous and they will add to their learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge the Holy One of understanding. For through wisdom, your days will be many and years will be added to your life. If you are wise, your wisdom will reward you. If you are a mocker, you alone will suffer. Folly is an unruly woman. She is simple and knows nothing. She sits at the door of her house on a seat at the highest point of the city, calling out to those who pass by, who go straight on their way. Let all who are simple come to my house. Those who have no sense, she says. Stolen water is sweet. Food eaten in secret is delicious. But little do they know that the dead are there, that their guests are deep in the realm of the dead. The word of the Lord. How many times are we going to hear about wisdom? Wow. Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. Verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. I think earlier... In um in earlier chapters, I would have by revelation said that that real wisdom, true wisdom, is knowing who God is. To fear God, to know God is to fear God, not to be afraid of Him, but to have a reverential fear, a holy fear, a fear that motivates and inspires us to walk in the way of God. Like this is the way of the Lord. Walk in it. That's what that fear is about. It's not about being afraid of our creator. God doesn't want us to be afraid because he says, where there is fear, there is no love. And according to his word, greater love hath no man than this, that he lays down his life, the father lays down his life his children and he has done just that by surrender by giving his son Jesus Christ so that we may have an abundant life so that we may live 
and that is love. And there is no fear in love because perfect love has cast out all fear. Father God, blessed Holy One, Abba, Father, Daddy. Today, this morning, we come into your holy presence, Lord. Not because we are holy, but because we are your righteousness through Christ Jesus. Because, Lord, your word has said that we are righteous and that we are holy. Your word has declared us to be free people, to be adopted, to be forgiven, to be loved. And so, God, because of this reality, I pray that each day that we go through, that we may demonstrate the love of God in our lives. That we may walk in the way of the Lord, your way, God. I pray each day, for though wisdom, for through wisdom, God, our days will be many and years will be added to our lives. God, I know that when we are wise, wisdom will reward us. But if we are mocker, we will suffer. God, remove folly from our lives. Because folly is simple and knows nothing. But God, wisdom, having fear, having the fear of you is the beginning of wisdom. I pray, God, that that holy reverence of fear will be the order of the day in our lives. That we may walk in your way. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Henneka Watkins Porter went through the most traumatic health care of her life this year. She learned the hard way, the need to slow down and live. Thankfully, she's alive to share her lessons and wants you to remember to live well, live healthily, and that self-care isn't selfish. Join me and a host of other international expert speakers as we explore the best practices to reset your physical, mental, and emotional health. Episode 403 of my daily devotion and today I will look at Psalm 30 as I continue to enjoy this journey through the psalm. It's a psalm of David when he dedicates the temple. I will exalt you, Lord, for you lifted me out of the depths and did not let my enemies gloat over me. Lord, my God, I called to you for help and you healed me. You, Lord, brought me up from the realm of the dead. You spared me from going down to the pit. Sing the praises of the Lord, you his faithful people. Praise his holy name. For his anger lasts only for a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. When I felt secure, I said, I will never be shaken. Lord, you, when you favored me, you made my royal mountain stand firm. But when you hid your face, I was dismayed. To you, Lord, I called. To the Lord, I cried for mercy. 
What is gained if I am silenced, if I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it proclaim your faithfulness? Hear, Lord, and be merciful to me. Lord, be my help. You turned my wailing into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy, that my heart may sing your praises and not be silent. Lord my God, I will praise you forever. And this is the word of the Lord. Um, of course, you recognize how much I'm enjoying the Psalms, right? I am. I like Psalm one, uh, this Psalm verse 1. I will exalt you, Lord, for you lifted me out of the depths and did not let my enemies gloat over me. Now, we know that many times our enemies are not in flesh and blood. It's against, um, are not in, you know, physical. It's, it's really a spiritual warfare. And so... Uh, most of the times our enemy is really that which we cannot see but there are many times we have um, this that we that which we cannot see be manifested through the things and the persons that we can see and we know we may have people in our lives or people around us that want to see us um, remaining up in, in in the depths of the pit that we sometimes happen to fall in but I like the assurance that David gives and his experience and is one that I can test to. That I will exalt you, Lord, for you lifted me out of the depths and did not let my enemies gloat over me. You did not let my enemies gloat over me. I know that, you know, even in my time of um, ill health, I mean, I, I wouldn't go as far as to say I don't. I know that there are people who didn't want me to get better. I, I I wouldn't say that, but I find now, even now that I'm way better than I was, there are people who were with me in my low moments. That, based on actions, no, it's almost as though, yeah, I can only be in your corner, be in your space, or, you know, when you're at that point. The moment you're lifted out of the pit and you're back to yourself or even beyond yourself, um, they're not able to celebrate that because it would, have, it, it would be as though, it would appear as though they take joy in you being in a low place. Like there is something in them that connects to their spirit, in that that connects to their spirit, that they'd rather see you in a low place. So they can't stand your bubbly personality. They can't stand your strength. They're not able to deal with that. But they they can deal with you when you're um, when you're desperate and you're you know you're not even sure if you're gonna make it. And you're you all you can do is ask for prayers and you ask them for prayers. And and yes, they're with you in that moment. But the moment you begin to rise like the phoenix from the ashes, there are people, and it's my experience, that they don't want to be around you because now you begin to intimidate them and they begin to feel insecure around you. I don't know. I just don't know. But yeah, um, this time of ill health for me has shown me, has revealed to me a lot of things, you know, people's character. Has revealed to me a lot of things you know things that i'll keep to my heart things that i'll um not necessarily talk about but it has revealed a lot to me and so different situations will reveal 
Um, trials will reveal a person's character. You know, when when you're squeezed, what it is what is it that comes out of you, right? If you squeeze an orange, you expect to get orange juice, right? If you squeeze, squeeze lemon, you expect to squeeze lemon juice. So when you are squeezed, what is it that come that is coming out of you, right? Um, I was squeezed with my health, really, really squeezed. And I'm saying, I mean, I can't always say that fresh, freshly squeezed orange juice came out at times. Sometimes it was like civil orange because, um, you know, I was in that place of dark, dismal um, depression and all of these things sometimes. But uh, the good thing is that I am here to rejoice because I see God working. And I was just talking to somebody recently about when it is we surrender to God, how, you know, it's such a good thing. I mean, sometimes we're forced to surrender and sometimes we get to surrender on our own. But whatever the reason, we surrender. Surrender is just a good place to be because then you stay still and you be still and you know that God is God and you watch him work and um, bring opportunities your way and you, you know, just, it's, it's amazing. So, yeah, it's amazing. Let's pray. Father God, you are such an amazing God. You are King, you are Lord, you are Savior. You are my friend. You are everything to me. God, without you, I'm simply nothing. I am simply somebody who's weak and um, frail, somebody who doesn't um, doesn't know the next step to take. But with you, God, all things are simply possible. With you, you you know, you take my heart and you change it. You um, you give me strength in the moments of weakness. With you, God, when I am weak, you your strength is made manifest. With you, God. I can leap walls and scale fences with you. I can skip like a young cow. With you, God, all things are possible. And so, Lord, I want to exalt your name this morning. I want to thank you. I want to lift you up. I want to say, hallowed be your holy name. Lord God, you are precious. You are amazing. You are fantastic. You are great. God, there is no word in the English language or any other language for that matter that can attest to your goodness and speak of your goodness. So, God... Just hear these praises from a grateful heart. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. Have your way, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Yes, my friends, um, I continue to, to I, I started to share yesterday that I'm doing a conference called Slow Down and Live in January, on January 6th. And I'd love for you to be a part of it, to, to sign up. If you want to hear about my experience and you want to hear some other amazing international speakers address topics that are, um, yeah. So yeah, I'll, I'll, as a matter of fact, what I'm going to do, I'm going to add the, um, the ad to the podcast episodes going forward, but I probably do it tomorrow because I don't think I have an audio or yes i do have the audio can add so let me do that i think i'll do that if you don't hear it today then for sure tomorrow all right be blessed